This episode is brought to you by Netflix. Hold your carriage horses and tighten those corsets. Bridgerton is back. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Has Penelope truly pushed aside her feelings for Colin? Will Colin realize his feelings before another suitor takes Penelope's hand? And will Penelope's secret identity as famed gossip writer Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? This gentle reader can't wait to find out. Watch part one of Bridgerton now, only on Netflix. Hello and welcome back to the You Up podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I'm Jared Freed. Uh, such a pleasure to be back here. So exciting. So you sound I, pumped. Every week is, is more exciting than the last. I don't know how I we're going to we get, get better at this every week. Too. We're, we're getting really good. Yeah. I, I, and that's the feedback. The feedback, a lot of the new feedback. We've worked is, it out. Yeah, that, that <laughs> we are, you know, we're a great mix together. And it sounds mm. like we've been on the podcast airways for years. And Which we have really just nice separately. Day. Yes, <laughs> separately. Yes. Two ships uh, flying by each other in the night. But now we're together and we're here at the U Up podcast. And we just want to say thank you for listening. Thank you for telling a friend. Thank you for spreading the word. You guys are unbelievable. Just yeah. keep pushing it out. And that's the way this keeps going. And keep emailing us at uup at batches.com. That's uup at batches.com. I'm read- I read every single one of your emails and I pick the best ones and I reread them here. But keep emailing i don't we don't like just because it hasn't been answered yet doesn't mean it won't be answered and the best way to get on this podcast if you want your question answered nuance we want you know specifics we want to hear what's going on but with some editing so keep it (laughs) keep it short the necessary the necessary details about a dating issue in of, of today's modern times totally and the only way to make sure this keeps going is to rate review subscribe on itunes and keep making it your Instagram story. That really is a soup. I, I don't it's even know. It's the what, best way. I don't even know what word I was going to say at that point. Stupendous. It's a, stupendous. A, spectacular. A, a spectacular. Superb <laughs> way. I would never use the word superb. Superb <laughs> way to spread the word is to take a screenshot of the phone right now. Pause it. Take a screenshot. Then post it as your Instagram story and let us know. Tag us. I'll send you a heart. They're per- yeah. You're per- they're perfect in every way, but they su- say superb about everything. Yeah. <laughs> they describe everything as superb. <laughs> I, I gotta, I, I gotta, I gotta not. That's a red flag. It's a red flag. <laughs> you, if the, if you met a guy that was a big superb guy, Just would superb. you date him? Superb. It depends almost like the inclination that they put it. Superb, like you, like superb, like this is fine. Superb. That's kind like of they, how you have to say it. Like that's their tagline. It's like Crystal when she tried to make glitter happen. Yeah. Are you watching that, that was, The Bachelor? Yeah, I am. That was a very bad attempt on her part. Yeah. She, you could tell. She was like, okay, here's my big T-shirt merchandise moment. Yeah. Everything is glitter. What was the Corinne one? Oh, she had one too. My vagina's platinum or something. I mean, it banged her. I don't know. It worked for a while. Yeah. I don't remember it now. All you need is a year. Exactly. <laughs> and um, But, okay, so you, let's say you go on a date with a guy. Okay. And after you, after you order, the waiter looks at you or waitress and they go, all right, so I got the, the jalapeno poppers and I got you with the, you know, the salad and him with the steak. Uh, and then he looks at me and goes, Superb. He says it once, it's fine. But he that's says, his ending to everything. No, that's weird. It's weird, right? That's weird, yeah. I'd have to be like, why? I'd have to call him out and ask him why Why he likes it. I'm a big user of the word perfect. What and it, some people get annoyed by that. Perfect is not bad. Like, what about golly? Golly? Yeah. What year is it? Golly, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like golly totally G? out of date, weird, or they keep saying on fleek. 
No, no, no. I hate when people use uh, terms outdated terms or terms that are dated. Like yeah. in in the, they're just trying to keep up yeah. with whatever terms. You're all bitch. You're out of it. <laughs> it's like, weird. Oh, yeah. on fleek. If in a joking way, I, I get it. But if they're if being it, ironic, yeah. If they're if they're just like seriously just using every like they're like just on board with every trend. Yeah, even like just like. I feel like, like in terms of syntax, just like even cheesy shit kind of annoyed. Like, oh my gosh. Oh, come on. Like there's Who's, a... Kind of pro, what, what are we, in Utah? That's what I'm saying. There's like something <laughs> kind of... It's, maybe it's a New York thing. It's just like kind of creepy to... to I, you can just always tell when someone is using words they never use. Like me saying the word superb just felt wrong. It felt weird. Weird. Yeah. And then a lot of stupendous. girls... Stupendous. Stupendous. <laughs> girls on dating apps do this a lot. Well, where like, their what? bio seems like it's been written by an SAT tutor <laughs> where they're just doing... That'd be a good social experiment. Have your SAT tutor write your dating bio. Well, I want to wander New York City and go on adventures. Right. And it's like, I'm adventuring. Yeah, this I'm is really the tale of two cities. Yeah. Just write like a normal 2018 human being. As it, yeah, <laughs> just write. I just want to fucking walk around and, yeah. and look at people. I just want to walk around and stop by a restaurant and have you buy me shit. Yeah. Okay. I want pancakes for the table after we've made an order. There you go. Let's do some emails. UUP at Betches.com. UUP at Betches.com. Uh, do we want to get, do you want me to do the first sure. one? J and J, thank you so much for doing this podcast. You've totally changed the way I look at relationships and casual hangouts in general. That's a compliment. Wow. If I've ever heard Changing one. Changing this country. Make America date again. I love that. That I think that I've, should seen, be our I've seen that other places. Oh, I, I want to be honest with the audience. That was my adventure and wander. You know, I prefer if you just steal the jokes <laughs> and don't attribute them. It I'm, makes things simpler. I'm a chubby <laughs> Jewish, not a fat Jewish. Uh, last Ooh, <laughs> boom, <bump>. <laughs> last <laughs> semester, late September. It's funny to call things last semester when you're out of college. Like this person's probably in college, but like even thinking of, I still think of time as college time. Do yeah. you too? Like if if something happens September, are you like putting that side by side with like yeah, fall semester? So yeah, when if it's when it's yeah, I'm thinking like junior year, second semester, like that was a great semester for me. Oh no, I'm talking about like an adult. Now you're an oh, adult. Oh, you're thinking woman. about life in terms of semesters. <laughs> yeah. Like if someone's like, Yeah, we're gonna do it in June, I'll be like, Oh yeah, that's when the semester's at. You know, like <laughs> uh, no, I went no, on a bump. No, you went on a swiping update. Last semester <laughs> Late September, I went on a date. It was from a swiping app with a guy, and we ended up hitting it off and hooking up that night. We ended up hooking up around four more times over the next month. Not that she was counting. And every weekend, a month and a half every weekend, and each of us reached out to the other, not one-sided thing. This wasn't going towards a relationship as it was all just sex, but we would randomly uh, snap each other and sometimes snap, send snaps back. The last time we hooked up, late October... He picked me up from the bar, and we went back to my place. I was incredibly drunk. After we hooked up, me and my roommate were yelling at each other. When I came back to my room, he was getting dressed and in a rush to leave to go pick up his brother uh, to keep him from driving drunk and was very frazzled. So I didn't, definitely didn't, uh, definitely believe that it was the situation, not a lie to get out of my get out after my fight with her. He didn't come back after whatever he had to handle or avoid. I was a little clinger, clingier. That night, my behavior than in the past, so I'm pretty sure that's what deterred him and made him ghost me after this night. I texted him the next week and no response. 
My concern and advice sought out is because we live in a small college town where I am a grad school, 23, and he's finally finishing undergrad after plenty of frat laps, 25. He's still in college. He just graduated. That's, I hope he did his. Wow. I hope he was in the army or something. What is that Van Wilder movie? About yeah, the guy that's who's Van like Wilder. 30? That's yeah. the movie. Wow. <laughs> I love the the what the the leeway he's giving. What's a frat lap? That's when you do another year. Oh, okay. But this is another four year. I, I if he's in the armed services, then I'll allow it. There's only <laughs> a couple of bars people our age go to. I know I will run into him at some point. I'm not really sure what I should say or how to behave to someone that ghosted me. I'm not sure that hooking up again is out of the picture uh, to him because he didn't delete me on Snap and will occasionally watch my stories. I'm not saying that I want... The bar is so fucking low. It's so low. I was just thinking the same (laughs) fucking thing. Like, oh, yeah, you might want to hook up again. He watches... He he subtly watches me from behind a bush. Presses the button. I'm not saying that I want to hook up with him. I probably would if I was drunk. (laughs) But I'm just not sure what a casual thing to say to someone in this situation. Thanks. I, we laugh because we understand. Yeah. So understand that we understand. Like what she's saying is the bar is low and not, we're not saying she's wrong for having the low bar. It's just the reality. Like the fact that she's like, yeah, I like this girl. Like I like the... She's, she's being real about it? She's being real. She's not... Bl- I, I, I'll go back on one of her things that she said. The idea that, oh, I was clingier that night. So that's why he's gone. No. Well, I think she's probably like... I think when a girl thinks it's like something they were doing around, or I was clingier that week, they're like, they can, girls can sniff out when someone's pulling away. Oh, totally. They but, like, but they also make the reason something that is less horrible than our personalities don't match. Right. She's looking for a reason that's easier to blame than, yeah, we just didn't connect. Right. Which is sad because I feel like the we just didn't connect is so not personal and like such a better, less horrible. It's totally not personal. And I agree with you. Mm -hmm. And I would take it that way. I think it's all about perception. I think her perception is, I think a lot of people when they're like, we're not the match, it's I'm not the match for him. Right. Which is a bad, I think you got to get out of that mindset. It's almost like you're not the match. One person always just realizes it sooner. Yeah. Someone's always got to, no. It's very rare that two people realize at the exact same moment that they're not right for each other. Don't you wish, <laughs> don't you wish that every time you've gone to end something with someone, they just look at you and go, yeah, you're right. Yeah. I kind of, <laughs> I was thinking right. the same thing. I think like that, it, that very, very rarely, it does happen. It's very rare. Very, very, rare. very rare. But it's the kind of thing where it's like the only, it's like the two people are usually just not a match, not right for each other. And the person who realizes it second is the person who's like, super hurt but if they had if they had stuck it out and that person didn't realize it that other person they would have eventually eventually the 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 dumper Mm -hmm. is doing the favor yes (laughs) you're you're very you know i'm very on that and very into the dumper sympathy because a lot of guys get put in the position women will just hang around a lot of times they'll look because they're looking for the answers they're looking for the answers Mm -hmm. they're saying how can we solve this and they Mm -hmm. you know there is a certain hero in that well you're saying there's more in it for commitment for women totally and they're saying i don't want to be single i just want to be this is more comfortable than the world out there that's full of dick pics and i get that right um a lot of guys get put in the position where all right well you know the dumper is usually two weeks ahead i think right they at least at at the very least and i think for her this guy was like i'm having fun um, this will probably be the last time. And then he saw the fight. He had the thing that he could get out of there. Mm-hmm. He's probably a little embarrassed with how he left. 
Yeah. I mean, yeah, in a perfect world where this guy is, like, super mature and not 25 and still in college, he probably sends you a text, hey, like, don't think this is going to work out, had a good yeah. time hanging out, blah, 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 whatever. He sounds like he's a little immature, so he didn't give you that, so he did the ghosting thing. We can safely assume that the 25-year-old who's just graduating <laughs> college is a little immature. Just a tad. <laughs> so I, I'm going to assume that. Yeah, but we, I, this question, the bottom part of the question, which is how to approach the ghoster, we've actually gotten a few questions Along those lines of oh, like, I, how do I respond to a ghosting? Am I supposed to call someone out? Am I supposed to just allow them to ghost me? We had we had a different question that came up recently that I didn't include, but sort sure. of along has the same sentiment of, of this is like, why should the ghoster be able to get away with ghosting? Like, how do I yeah. inflict my revenge? I, I, I hate that so much. I mean, yeah. can we just agree that the person who ghosts is a lesser person than us? Right. And that's really the punishment in itself, I yeah. think. Well, it's like... And I think a lot of people have that in breakups. They're like, why should I be? I feel all this pain, right? I feel mm. all this. I feel so shitty. And this person just gets to like go on with their day as if they didn't well, just like fuck everything up for me. But I think I've we, ghosted. Let right. me, let me, let me, and I, I, let me say something for the ghosters. Okay. It doesn't feel good. Ghosting sucks. That's why I always now, I've ghosted once in my life and like seriously ghosted someone once in my life. I'm, I'm sure there's someone what, else. What is a serious ghosting? Like, like, were, like the relationship was relatively like intense? Like we, we, were, we were fucking and then we were not. Okay. And I will say as the person, and listen, you got to feel something to change yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, the pants have to not fit for right. you to lose weight. The joke has to bomb. The joke has to, get to bomb for it to get better. This is all mm-hmm. connected. Okay. And I will never ghost again because let me let everyone know that like the ghoster doesn't just go out there and have a good time. The ghoster goes out there and fears seeing you for like ever. <laughs> so is that why it feels shitty? Because you're scared to run into them. Because then you're like, oh, I know I did the wrong thing. I know I did the immature thing. If I see this person, I have to admit to it. I got to be like, got me. You know, right. like I have to like get into it. I have to apologize, and I really, I have to look at someone in the eye that knows I'm a toddler. And I mm-hmm. think, and that's why I've stopped. I didn't do it again. Because I was like, I don't want to be that guy. I don't want to feel that way. I'd rather just get it out there and, you know, rip the Band-Aid off and be like, hey, it's over. And have them go, well, I didn't need a breakup. I'd right. rather that response than no response than right. nothing. Because then you have, because then there's that, like, unfinished weird energy out there that, like. Totally. Just, like, fucks with you, I think. I think anyone who's been ghosted, I think you have the right to text someone, hey, um, would have enjoyed some sort of text letting me know that you are done with this because I felt like we were still going. Right. And, and I think you have the right to do that. Yeah. I don't think you have a right, and you might disagree, to be the fucking you know, pain detective that's going to figure out the case, and you gotta, you got to go and put this person behind bars. i gotta, I got to figure out a way to Citizen's get this arrest. guy. Yeah, this isn't your responsibility. Right. This isn't who are you. At the mm-hmm. at the very at the at, at the faster you realize you've been ghosted, the more free you are. Mm-hmm. So kind of you know own that and move on and and it and move on. Send your text, get your word out, and be like, hey, would have liked some sort of heads up that you weren't into this anymore. Um, good luck with your life. That's yeah. what I would send. That's and a good. I, that's a good thing. Yeah, you have a right to send that, right. but don't sit there and look for a way to be like you know this pained. I just think of this like detective character that's just out there, like gotta get my last case, <laughs> gotta put him behind bars, my white whale. 
<laughs> it's like you've just spent months on something that this guy hasn't is only spending the only time he's spending time on it is when he's out at a bar and thinks he sees someone. That's right. you. And if I were her and you don't want to send that text, like if I'm I always say go through awkward, not around awkward. That's my advice okay. to people. So I would say to her, you see him at the bar that you see everyone at. Hey, what's up? How you been? I go in with kindness. Right. I go in with a ho- yeah. strong hello. Nothing says that you like are past and better than someone than just like taking the higher road. Totally. And it, at first, you have that moment where you're like, fuck this person. I want to fucking let right. them know. And then you get over it and you're like, oh, I feel better for not even fucking getting mm-hmm. into it. It's much easier when you're sober. But yeah. Totally. And, sure. and even if you went up to him and go, hey, where you been? Like, that's a funny... <laughs> so, oh. is your phone not work? It's yeah. so weird. Yeah. I think to fuck with it yeah. is funny, but, like, fucking with it shows in, a like level... In, like, a casual way. Totally. Yeah. And fucking with it shows a level of maturity that this guy doesn't have. Mm-hmm. And it shows... And then don't fuck him. <laughs> you right. know, like, fuck with it, then don't fuck him is the real advice. I feel like also there's, like, a, this thing with, like, for the ghoster, there's nothing, like, they're doing it because they think cause they're gonna have, they think they're going to have to, like, deal with you. Sure. So it's an like, ego thing. Right. And then it's almost like when you show that you like you brushed it off and you're like fine and like you're not someone who would have reacted that way, mm-hmm. they feel like so much worse. Oh yeah. You know? they're, they're like, Oh, I wasn't the the man that made you wanna like go off the deep end and like flip the fuck out. Totally. Right. Because- the, then they feel shit. You ever get into like a a fight with someone and then they come to you and they're like, Hey, like, sorry, but, and you're, you've like been all angry at them. And then you're just like, Oh, like that's, I, this person like, isn't like this villain that I've created. Yeah. And And now I feel weird. (laughs) I think all this is like our own shit that, you know, when you point the finger at someone, there's three pointing back at you. Right. So it's like, you're pointing the finger at them being like, you fucking asshole. You, you didn't even fucking give me the nicety of a text. You fucking piece of shit. When at the same time, it's like, yeah, I'm just dealing with my own shit. Right. And and if I think if this girl sees him in a bar, just know that whoever does the ghosting is the piece of shit and knows they're the piece of shit. So if you go up to them in a way that you're a mature, strong person, even though maybe you're faking it a little bit because we can't tell you to be more mature, we can't tell you to be more confident, but if you go right up to them, you'll feel a lot better. Right. If you're but just don't like, hook up with him. Yeah, don't hook up with them again. I mean, there's don't, other penises do out there yeah. that will let you know that they I don't want to fuck you. I think that's almost like her big fear. And I think a lot of girls get caught in this like sort of trap with that kind of thing, especially if a guy is like in their scene or in this case, like at your college where they'll be like, they'll be kind of like the guy just keeps treating them terribly, but then they're almost like drunk and they want, they want the, they wanted the answer and it turns into the attention. And then like they wind up doing something that like, depletes yeah. their self-respect. I think that's her fear also in here where she's like, I don't want to hook up with him again, but like I probably would if I was drunk. <laughs> it's like... Well, just understand that fucking him won't change him. Right. You know, it's you, not going to bring... You're just going to feel worse. You're I not going to fuck the guy who's still in college at 25 out of him. Exactly. <laughs> so like any... the the Again, discomfort brings change. So... For this guy, having sex with him will not change him as a person, will not come make him more mature, will not make him say, wow, I, I guess I should stop. I, I guess if Treating I just, people. I, yeah, right, I guess yeah. if I had messaged her, then maybe we could have had like a, an adult relationship where maybe we fucked again. Right. You know, and I think the whole going through awkward thing, that rattles out I all this other shit. I mean, I've anytime, it's always nicer, it's always easier to be nice than mean. 
Like I found in like any time where I've gone up to someone and been like, hey, great to see you. Where the fuck have you been? <laughs> you know, right. it's always been a uh, position that puts me in a better spot than then the one it, I was right. before. Then an awkward, weird spot. Totally. Yeah. And if I avoid them the whole night, then I have to be like, oh, they're across the bar. I got to stay at this side of the bar. I can't even talk to them. Yeah. Oh, they're talking to a friend of mine that, that I that I want to talk to. Now I can't even do that. And it's yeah. like all... Just go break the... It, it's all your own shit. Right. Make it less weird. And then it's not... And then you're not... They're in a person's not affecting your night. They're not like fucking with your night. But don't hook up with them just because as you said... Like, no one changes when they're getting positive reinforcement for their negative behavior. Totally. And have you ever ghosted someone? I think, like, maybe once after, like, two dates with someone, I, like, didn't really answer. Mm. And I, again, feel shitty about it. But most of the time, I've, like, I answer because I'm just a compulsive need to not have, like, things lingering. Like, I check my email. Like, I'm one of those people who has to have, mm-hmm. like, zero emails. I check my mailbox every day. I'm, like, a lo- what do they call it? Loser. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm showing Jordana I- my, my email inbox with the oh, number. Yeah, you're not one it. of those. Okay, yeah, you're not one of those people. But I am one of those people <laughs> that needs to see the number be the same as it was before. Oh, okay. So it's basically, like, zero. You know yeah. what all those, that, that shit is, like, junk mail. I'm at, like... I think I'm at zero right now. Um, <laughs> but you need things cleared up. I need, you need things the calendar cleared, up. cleared. I don't like shit lingering out yeah. there. I like to like close a book. Um, but, and also, I think the older you, I think I've done. I did that at a younger age. Sure. When it's just easier than like having like an uncomfortable conversation. And again, it's a grown up move to just say you're not interested. Have you ever gone up to someone who's ghosted you? How um, do you approach someone who's ghosted you? I don't know if I've totally been ghosted. I'm trying to think. In like the traditional sense mm. of, of the ghosting world. I just don't think you're going to get the yeah. answers you want if you come and attack. Why did you ghost me? I've had Why people you... who have like harmed me or like hurt me or okay. maybe it wasn't ghosting. But I, and I think that there's the urge to confront them on it and call them out on it. Because again, like there's that feeling of like this person just gets to like mm-hmm. cause me pain and then like go about their day. But you have to realize that like, again, everything is not really about you. So like. No. That person, if they were acting shitty towards you, it's again, it's everyone's always like, why are they doing this to me? When yeah. really it's like, why are you doing this? It's never about you. Yeah. It's like, why do you do this? Not why do you do this to me? Well, that why the and the answer is this very similar for everyone. Like, let me answer for the ghoster. They were right. too much of a pussy yeah. to say to you, hey, I want to end this and I never want to see you again. And they're leaving the door open for them to see you again. Right. And that's like... That's about them. That's not about you. Totally. And But just know that any answer beyond that that you're going to get is not going to help you on your your life. Right. You're only going to learn about their shitty life and why their commitment levels suck and why they are afraid of this. And, and none of that's going to help you. For sure. I think a lot of girls have this, and I think it's an issue when they're, when they're dating. And I, I think I used to be like that a lot more when I was younger also, is they have this thing where it's like, I don't really care if I'm dating like a nice guy. I just want the guy to be nice to me. Mm. When really that's like not how you should date because everyone is nice to you when they want something. Oh, totally. In the beginning, everyone is nice. It's yeah. not like that's not really like the way, again, the way to judge a guy is not how he acts towards you before he sleeps with you. Mm-hmm. It's, how, it's how he acts through the second that he's done. Um, <laughs> or when he wakes up. Yeah, when I, when I get up from my nap. But I think it's, it's really true. It's like, you want someone who's nice to everyone because then when the shit, when his, when the tides turn and you're not the, his favorite person yeah. in the world, you want someone who's going to treat you decently, 
even when you know he's not trying to sleep with you or he's not trying to woo you or he's trying you want someone who's nice to everyone because then he'll be nice to you even if it, even if he's not in the mood and, and people <laughs> make mistakes that's the mm. other thing like a guy who ghosted you could have done that and been like Fuck, felt shitty about it yeah i'm sorry you know you, she could see this guy three years from now and he could be a different person like he could look at her and go yeah, I really fucked up. Yeah. Sorry about that. People change. And and hey, and and maybe there's a chance like I'm not saying this is going to happen for her, but like <laughs> don't I mean don't, I wouldn't, don't count I wouldn't on like this. hang in there. Yeah, yeah, that. he might still be in college. Um <laughs> um just but he could come back and be like you want to go on a date? Do you know what I mean? Like right. and, and then okay, everything starts at at, at the beginning again. Mm-hmm. So UUP at betches.com, UUP at betches.com. Rate and subscribe and shit. Look at you! You're doing it now too. Yeah, now it's. I told you it's in my brain. It's like some weird. Rate, review, subscribe. Yeah, that's all. Pause it right now. Do it. Just do it. Just do it. Okay, good to have you back. (laughs) (laughs) What's up, J Train and Jordana? So a question popped up while at brunch with the boys, and I hope you can help us figure it out since we're all idiots. So in our friend group, I'm the only one in a long-term relationship. Disclaimer, very happy and love my girlfriend. LOL. That means she listens. LOL. <laughs> but I still make an effort to go out with the boys pretty regularly. However, something odd has been happening when we go out as a group. So we'll go out and end up talking to girls. I end up being the one who girls try and bring home, even though I'm not trying to throw my any vibes out there. At first, I thought it might be girlfriend confidence, but some of the guys in the group have even brought it up to me, saying things like, seriously, I think that blonde girl was really into you. This is strange because if we're being honest, I'm not the most attractive one in the friend group. Oh. A self-proclaimed 767. So I have a rating system on my podcast <laughs> and anyone yes. can use it. Okay. You girls, we can use it for guys. Use it for guys. Go ahead. And we should. Face, body, personality. Yes. 767 is what he's saying. He's saying he has a seven face. Six personality. Six body. Oh, six body. Seven, seven personality. personality. Okay. So okay. it's the area code method. Yes. And that wasn't invented by me. My friends that went to NYU used to use it all the time. I like it. I've used it on guys. Area code method. great, yeah. So two questions. One, are girls just attracted to dudes who don't give a shit? Or what's going on here? Two, can I somehow use my situation to help my buddies get laid? Let me know your (laughs) thoughts, as I will definitely keep spreading the you up gospel to all my single friends. P.S. Do we start calling the listeners here uppers? You uppers? Yuppers? Thanks, guys. I like calling them yuppers because this is kind of like you know, the new yuppie probably listens to this. Yeah, I see that. You know, so yeah. if we go yuppie's very 80s term, right? Very 80s term. bringing back all the, Let's know, bring it golly. Back. <laughs> golly, the yuppie. Um, I, I do think yuppers could be fun. I like it. It's the, it'll What's be up, the yuppers? Clan. Yuppers. Okay. I like it. What do you think of this situation? I, I got to say, I, girlfriend confidence is something I talk about all the time where it it does it, because you're not look it's you're not looking you're not looking to get laid so you're out there talking to people and you're being your most you self and right. i think i get this a lot of times with this podcast is a lot of the women that are listening and i appreciate that they they're writing to me over dm or whatever and saying oh it's so nice to get this perspective it's because i'm not i i mean i'm not on this podcast to fuck you Right. <laughs> you know, so yeah, so I will tell you how we really feel. I, I'm being, I, I think for a lot of women listening, this might be the first time they've heard a guy be as honest as humanly possible. Right. And I'm not saying that as a negative or a positive. I'm no, just saying. I think, I think it's, refre- again, like what we were just saying, like most of dating is like interpreting things because no one says what they think sure. or how they're feeling. What we're doing is we're really like cutting that shit. Yeah. Telling you what's really going on. 
I've been saying my guys, a lot, all my friends are married or mm-hmm. in relationships. So like they're, I'm already on kids with a lot of them. Okay. So, um, I'll say that some of my guy friends that are in relationships are so bad at talking to women that they're good at it. Right. <laughs> so, so well, I can I can totally understand that because there's nothing like. There's nothing worse when you're talking to like when in a in a group of guys or a regular or just mm-hmm. seeing a guy at a bar and you can tell that he's just like look at he's just like looking to get laid he's just looking at he's sex cheesing. and he like will do he'll say whatever it takes to get there he'll do whatever it takes to get there it's like a agreeing with everything you say yeah just yesing you to death I I mean I'm guilty of having been there or doing that mm-hmm. like and honestly you just don't want to rock the boat. You know, you're looking, I was with a friend, we went to this, uh, I brought him to this, you know, being the influencer that I am. I was invited to. Right, selling that. um, The the fit tea that I'm into. The fit teas, yes. Um, I brought a buddy of mine to one of these events. And I remember like the girl who was like brought us there, cute girl, fun girl. And then I'm talking with her, but I'm just like, I'm listening to her, but I'm like, just like kind of looking her up. You know, I'm just like assessing this situation. My buddy's been married few years now and he doesn't give a shit he's there he you know he's in the back eating a slider right and then all of a sudden he comes up and he was like hey what's going on and she was like what's up and somehow he's like he started calling himself the ogre of the place i don't know why he brought this up but then he started doing an ogre impression right so he starts going i'm the ogre and i'm like what the fuck is he talking about (laughs) and then all of a sudden she looks at me and she's like this guy's hilarious and i'm like what it's like that i think it's like that you got nothing to lose mentality it's like nothing to lose why not just say whatever the fuck you want it's like it's kind of great but if you went to if you were out of brunch and you see this guy and Mm -hmm. he's totally nailing it with your friends and you find out he's in a relationship are all the friends just like ah, let's move on to the next group. Maybe there's another fun one. Or are they encouraged to know that they're with a fun guy? Depends what kind of mood you on, you're on. you in. If you're like, in, you're, if you're a person that's in the mood to just like have a good, it's almost like you should talk to that guy if you're there just to have fun, mm. which is how you should approach going out mm. is to just have a good time. But not does he like, reflect well on his friends? Like, could this guy I mean, get his friends late? Is my question. By being great? By being great. Let's well, say he's the best. And then he looks at you and goes, and you got to meet Biff. Uh, I think guys do that sometimes. And it's kind of like, like the guy introducing the other guy to the girl is always kind of like, you're kind of feeling like, what's wrong with the other guy that he can't just like, why can't he be great? Yeah. Why doesn't he just come up to me and do that Mm -hmm. thing with guys do that thing where it's like, oh, have you met my friend? Blah, blah, blah. And it's like, no, but like if I, why doesn't your friend like make his own first impression? Sure. Yeah, Which I don't I think yeah. it's a thing. But I think they have a good there if it's like a group if it's a group setting, it's like kind of fun to if they have a good dynamic, that's nice. I think guys when they play off each other, that's That's that a fun thing. Well, this is what this is kind of yeah. like where I'm kind of going with the advice but I think, to this guy. Yeah, but I think not as like a purely introductory thing. I think that comes off sometimes like a little lame. You got to meet so and so. He's great too and it's like, yeah. yeah, where the fuck has he been? Right. I think you got to treat it like you're walking in the snow. You're the one that's put. You ever walk in the, someone else's snow feet? Yeah. So that you don't get snowy shoes, right? So, when you're in the city, that's a thing. Yeah. yeah so sure. I mean, anywhere. Yeah. So like when I'm walking through the snow, you're looking for those other footpaths so you don't get all the snow in your in your boots. So this guy is the first one to step in the snow. This guy is showing the guys 
where the girls are that are reacting to fun. Because yeah. sometimes girls or guys, they don't even deal with the fun person. Right. They're not in the mood for that. They're not in the mood yeah. for that. Yeah. They're not putting into it. They're in, And those people, like, they probably have boyfriends, one, two. They're not, that, they're not into your type of personality. Right. You're friends with this guy for a reason. So if you see your buddy with a girlfriend fucking killing it, why don't you walk over there and walk through his, snow, his, his shoe path? Right. And, and sort of continue the conversation. On now the you're an improv yeah. team. Right. Now you guys are doing a yeah. two-man improv team. There's nothing more fun than talking to like people who seem like they're genuinely like friends and like fun and like again like have that air of like we're just look we're all looking to have like a great time. It takes totally. which is again why people why girls I think are attracted to those like girlfriend guys cuz they're just like <clears throat> having fun. They're not like there to like prey on you. Totally. And and I mean what that guy does is he's he's kind of like the bug zapper. He's that light <laughs> that all the all the moths go and fly to. Right. Because the the ones that don't fly to him, they're not there for that. They're there to be with their friends and they really don't want to meet guys. The guy, the girls that go up and be around that person, those are the people that want to meet people. Those right. are the people that are putting themselves out there. Those are the people that are attracted to a friend of yours. It's a referral. Right. So I, if I'm the single guy with my buddy who's killing it, because I, I would be like, oh, I got to go get involved with that conversation. What are you guys talking about? Oh, I love, you know... I love Game of Thrones. Whatever the fuck you right. guys are getting into. I love ogres. <laughs> you know, like here's a guy acting like an ogre. Yeah, this guy's doing an ogre routine. Amazing. I don't know. I, Is I, it like Shrek? Was that the It was so pathetic that it yeah. like it was good. I I was at another place, we're watching the game and like there was a girl in front of the TV and I kept being like, Excuse excuse me, excuse and she wouldn't move. And then my buddy who's married was just like, Move Move the fuck out of the way. <laughs> How did, that, how did that go over? She was like, started laughing. <laughs> like she was in it. Yeah. And I'm like, oh yeah, pussy, me. Excuse, Excuse me. me. A little fucking bug. Yeah. Do you think there's a such thing as, as like the girl, the the boyfriend effect? Do you think? Like what? I, yeah, I think there's some girls that like lose their inhibitions enough where they are like, I have a boyfriend. I don't give a shit. I'm going to ha- be here and hang and be my total self. Right. And guys are like, prove. And right. yeah, because guys come together and then we have this like team meeting when everyone like goes to take a shit or something <laughs> where we're like, oh, that girl with the boyfriend. How do we, what the fuck? Right. You know, like, ah, oh, she has the boyfriend. And then it's like, okay, who's next? Who's around that girl that doesn't have the boyfriend? It's like, and none of them are hanging, you know? You're saying the, the, girl, I think the girls, girls don't. With the boyf- I feel like the girls with the boyfriends sometimes less fun than the single people. I but. think it goes either way. I think right. there's the less fun one, and then there's the one that's so much fun. But rarely is that. Th- there's rarely that girl who's like jumping it. Right. Guys are willing In the same to see way it. Because guys, yeah, the, guys will see their bu- their buddy like killing it, and they're like, "Well, I could equally kill it, so let me go kill it with him." Right. And I then think, I think sometimes the boyfriend effect goes the other way, or the girlfriend effect goes the other way, when it's like the guy is like kind of like a little more chill than his friends and maybe like a little more quiet. And you're like, oh, that guy's like, seems like... The laid back one? Right. He's like laid back. And like, why isn't he interested in like speaking <laughs> to me? Like, so really, we don't know what the fuck. Yeah. It I could mean, be it either could, way. It could go anyway. I don't know. I mean, like, I think it, it can be a thing. But I think the general lesson there is that if you go out and you just look like you're trying to have fun, like on your own, you're going to be fine. Totally. Let's do some games. Let's do some games. Okay, so we have a game, and I, I really like this one. So it's, would you okay. rather date someone that accidentally killed someone while drunk driving? Oh, my God. Or a person who purposely clubbed five baby seals to death? 
absolutely the drunk driving incident. Even though they've now killed someone. It could happen. I mean, sadly, yeah, it, it could happen. happen. It can yeah. happen. Yeah. The clubbing baby seals person, <laughs> that is, you have to go out of your way to go to a shoreline with seals. Right. Find the babies. Club them. Yeah. You're a fucked up weirdo. A lunatic, yeah. Any of us are not beyond, I mean, we're beyond it, but like, you can empathize with someone who yeah, had a couple of drinks, right. got in the car. It's an unintentional thing. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, I definitely, I would agree with that. Then I wonder if it's like, is it a slippery slope? Let's say it's like mice. <laughs> They're just in the middle of Any Anytime you go out of your way to kill a living, breathing thing, I think there's something, there's something scary fucked up. My grandfather him. once, we were at, you know, we were in Florida. I remember I was a young, like a young young lad and my grandfather saw a gecko in the house took it and threw it in the disposal and we were like and i remember he like threw it in grinded it up and everyone was just like what the fuck just happened that's like kind of terrifying yeah you're terrified yeah and we're like oh he's got a taste for blood papa i bet you behaved whenever he was watching <laughs> yes it. so i'm saying there was a moment we had to like whoa papa's fucking out of his fucking mind yeah, I have, a, I have a friend who chose the baby seals. Come on. I swear. She's like, I just hate sea animals. <laughs> I just hate sea creatures. Like, I think they're disgusting. That's even weirder. I think they're disgusting or something. Yeah, like, but I, you know, I hate certain people. I don't go out of my way to club well, them. Killed. <laughs> you know? I, yeah, it's fucked up. I hate people who put inspirational memes up. That's true, but we'll allow them to live. Probably. Yeah, I'm not going to go around with a club and, you know, martial law them. Nothing gives me naked confidence like really nailing a tough workout. There's a real sense of power that comes from pushing your body to its limits and conquering it like a champ. But a very close second, Lumi Whole Body Deodorant. It's the game-changing whole body deodorant for those who love feeling confident from head to toe. And you up listeners can now receive a special offer. New customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code and link. Use code UUP at LumiDeodorant.com, L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. Making sure that I smell good is like one of my top things to feel confident. If I'm scared that I might be like having an odor, that is going to totally throw off my confidence. So I love Lumi so I can feel confident that I'm smelling fresh every day. Lumi is seriously safe to use anywhere on your body. Yes, anywhere. It's baking soda free, paraben free, and pH balanced for safe use below the belt. Lumi is formulated and powered by mandelic acid to stop odor before it starts. More like a pre-odorant. It's clinically proven to block odor all day and control odor for up to 72 hours. Choose from a variety of bright scents like clean tangerine, lavender sage, or toasted coconut. Lumi's starter pack is perfect for new customers. It comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, like mini body wash and deodorant wipes, and free shipping. As a special offer for our listeners, new customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code. And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that equals over 40% off their starter pack. Use code UUP for 15% off your first purchase at lumideodorant.com. That's code UUP at L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. If you're like me and shudder at the the thought of low-rise jeans and pluck thin eyebrows making a comeback, you're a millennial. 
And if you're a millennial, it's time to add Clarins multi-active cream to your daily routine. I have to tell you, I'm a huge Clarins fan. I've been using them for years. I love, love, love them. They are such high quality. They're like a legacy brand. My skin always looks better whenever I'm using Clarins products. And it's no different with the Clarins multi-active cream. You've been adulting for a while, so the daily stress of just trying to keep your life together can cause stress aging. Yes, that's a thing. The good news, Europe's number one skincare line has a solution you can trust. Rooted in nature and innovated with science, Clarins has a long legacy of creating industry-first, plant-forward products. Using a skin charger complex made of 2% niacinamide and Sea Holly Bio Extract, Clarins Multi-Active Cream has been clinically proven to target the first visible signs of aging by smoothing lines and wrinkles, refining pores, evening tone and texture, and strengthening the skin's moisture barrier. While Multi-Active Cream can't bring back the golden age of boy bands, it can de-stress your skin. Go to Clarins.com slash UUP and get Multi-Active Day and Night Cream for 10% off, a free welcome gift, plus free shipping on your first order. That's C-L-A-R-I-N-S dot com slash UUP with promo code UUP. UUP, Clarence.com slash UUP with promo code UUP. If you have a game that you want us to play, if you have a red flag or deal breaker, you know, who would you rather? Send it to UUP at Betches.com, UUP at Betches.com. We, we saved the discussion for the end of the podcast, right? We did. We did it for a reason. Oh, yeah. We did it for a reason because we have a special guest today. It's um, Whitney Cummings. Very cool. I had to go out of town, so I'm not going to be able to be a part of the interview. So Jordana's going to ha- handle it. You guys are going to talk about this discussion, plus do some games and all that stuff. Yep. So, but let's start the discussion now, and you guys can we'll finish it up. For take you. the baton, yeah, so to speak. And the discussion today was stalking your ex. To stalk or not to stalk? How much is too much? I think I think anyone who says they don't stalk their exes is a fucking liar. Absolutely. Right? I think it's that kind of thing where everyone's like, yeah, like I don't even, like everyone looks. We all want to know how they're doing, how they look, yeah, who they're fucking. It's never been easier to find out all that never. information. You want to take, you want to hop up on that fence and take a look over, over the yeah. side. But I think that stalking has really gotten to like a crazy level. Like I feel like it's just so easy to look that people just probably like they could spend, they could check these profiles like dozens of times a day and i think that happens and i think that happens a lot more than anyone admits the thing the thing that's the 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 tough thing about stalking an ex is like how much of an ex are they you know if it's a serious relationship there's a point where your stalking can hinder um you guys moving on right and i you know i've been guilty of that like i i i don't know if we've talked about this here or not but i i mean i was hooking up with this girl I looked at her. I was like, "Listen, we gotta stop." Oh, this- right. And then she got married, right? No, 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 no. This is. A- <laughs> I've told so many stories. Um, this girl and I were having like, I mean, I'll, 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 it was great sexual chemistry. Okay. Okay, and we both felt it. You know, you know, we were just on the same page on that level. Um, I didn't see it as going forward as a relationship. Um, so, I kind of there was a point where I was like as good as this sexual energy is, I can't keep into this because it's taking my time away from meeting people I would want to date. And I'm being a dick to this girl because right. the more we go through it, this, the more time I'm wasting of hers and whatever. That's and a good realization. It was a good realization. But, you know, I think when you have good sexual chemistry with someone, and I keep coming back to sexual chemistry. I've said it more times than I've ever said in my entire life. But... When you do, you'll say, let's just make this the sex and we'll do that. And then 
when you say no to that, it's like, I think it's, it can be more, it, they take it hard. Because they're like, well, I just want sex. And you're like, well, yeah, but this is taking time away from both of us going and being better off. Right. So I, I, I kept feeling like I was the one that just turned down. There's this thing that girls do a lot where they're like, it's just sex. You don't even want to have sex with me. That's all guys want. Right. And that's almost like the greatest insult. It's like, that's what not, I'm saying. Right. Like, I'm not even asking you to like. Yeah. I just, this is just me. a just pussy right, yeah. that's open, <laughs> ready for business. Yeah. I mean, how are you happens, saying no? So, you know, right, it's yeah. an open bar. And, and now I have to be the bad guy at every turn where it's like, you're turning down the thing that all guys are just working but I think towards. If you explain it in that way, that it's like a distraction from us both finding something more meaningful. I had. And so we would turn off from social media. Right. So then we ended up turning off from social media. We took a lot of time away from each other. And then what happened was I started she st- I started seeing her show up on watching my stories. Okay. This is back to the oh, stalking right. thing. She's showing up on my stories. Then I'm like, what's she looking at? And now I'm looking at her stories. And Do you ever she- upload something specifically so someone would see it? No, that's a female thing. Okay. <laughs> I would that's never. That's not a guy thing. I don't even. I know so that. many girls who do that. Girls do that. They're so uploading much. it for just one person, just to like. Which is fucking. If crazy. they don't see it, they, they they might as well not have put it up. Yeah, I I've should. never done such a thing. Yeah. Um, and I don't think a lot of guys do. I think we're doing it for all the girls we haven't fucked yet. Okay. Not we're, the one we're girl doing we it for, Yeah, we're doing it for the exes. Yeah. So I, but I see her popping up on watching my stories. Then I start watching her stories. Then she starts liking certain posts. We're not following each other though. So now I start liking certain posts. Then there's the text. See, you're liking my post, huh? Right. Then there's the text back. And the, the then gates the, are open. Now right. the gates are open. Right. Now we're texting again. And now uh, come over, come over. We're back to fucking. Right. And thus the circle of fucking. And yeah, it goes, I mean, I would relate that to, to something that might happen 20 years ago where you would just literally run into someone that you... Yeah. I mean, which is obviously a lot more rare and a lot harder to do. But I think that's, that's happened to people before they run into people that they... Well, that that might be the case, but at least in that scenario, it was more chance than the one I'm exp- the one that I'm explaining. Like we've done the tango, right? We're doing the tango of social media. You know, mm-hmm. I'm she's touching me, I'm touching her, and then all of a sudden we're liking, we're liking. Now you're back. Yeah. Now we're back. She's now she's touching my penis. I'm touching her vagina. We've gone from socially touching each other to yeah. physically touching each other, and I think that point where it went from hey we're wasting each other's time let's just end this to now we've done another year of this and now we're back we've just wasted each other's time of right, a year you're back where you started back where you started so just understand that this level of stalking can hold you both back right because you are constantly looking well why is this person liking why is this person and there is a point where especially with stories where you can see who's watching your stories you have to release from those yeah and maybe block you should block, I think, and especially like right after something, I feel like you need to even you need to block and you need to just like cleanse, yeah, like not go, not even like I think you need to take a break from social media because I don't think social media after a breakup is just like devastating no matter what you see. Like you see, I always say like yeah, they're having too much fun, they're having right. not enough, or you fun. see them in a friend's post, or there's a you're kind of sure. like you're doing your own private investigation. Maybe this is more of a girl thing too. No, I've done for, that. Looking for them in the background of pictures or seeing <laughs> if they're out in someone else's stories. Yeah. It's the kind of thing where it's just like um, you can create a story in your head about what they're doing that might not be accurate and you're inferring all this stuff and it kind of drives you crazy. Um, and I think like it's best to just re- like release yourself from any of that. A girl I dated blocked every single person that was connected to me and 
I think it was the best thing she could have yeah. done for both of us. You can get over someone really fast when there's no reminders of them anywhere. Totally. And I listen, that's not to say we don't want to look or have looked, yeah. and that's okay. But just understand that when you look or like, there are ways that you can stalk without showing them you're stalking. Right, like when things and people can see you. Yes. Um, yeah, and I always say, like, don't look just because the best thing that you could possibly see when you look is nothing. Yeah. Like no one's ever, you're not going to go on, hop on their, look on their Facebook page and they wrote a status about how much they miss you. Right. (laughs) Well, (laughs) that's the other thing. If you're looking, if you go looking, don't be, don't be surprised with what you find. That's what I'm saying. It's like the worst case is the best case is you see nothing. The worst case is you see something that just fucks up your whole week. But also a lot of times they're posting things not because of you. Like I get in the situation, right. I post a lot. I post right. jokes and a lot. people like assume that it's oh, this personal. must all be about me, or oh, you don't like this type of person. It's like, no, I'm just trying to be funny. <laughs> you know, like I'm just trying to get likes and be funny and get more people to like my shit. And right. It's like with our with our uh, podcast when the girl uploaded the Insta story and and the, the ex was like, oh shit, we should talk about yeah. this. Yeah. So <laughs> we tell people to post screenshots of their um, of them listening. Right? Here, let me find it. T- tell the story because I... So, basically, the... the um, you sent it to me. The the thing is, the girl put up a picture of our podcast. It was about... I think it was the last week's episode about your ex. It was about... It was it was saying... Whatever it was, we were talking about exes Same in the podcast. Exes. And I... And we tell people to post their... You know, them listening to it. And then this girl sent us... Um, here it is. She posted something about if you're not listening to this podcast, you are doing everything wrong. And she posted a thing of it and then tagged us both. And I wrote back, thank you. And then she wrote, of course, my friends and I are obsessed. And then she wrote, then she sent me a screenshot of her ex-boyfriend writing, stop blasting me on social media. It's like the fourth time you've done it. Seriously, it's childish. <laughs> and then she's writing, what are you talking about? I have not blasted you once. And then he writes, you know damn well, goodbye. And then... She writes, I literally posted, have not posted one thing about you. So the podcast is okay to talk about your ex. And if people aren't listening, they're doing it wrong. That's a blast. <laughs> I th- and then, this is a guy who shouldn't be stalking his ex. Yes, because right. he's taking everything away from it. It has to be about him. Right. Which it isn't. They're just trying to move on. Yeah. They're just trying. Just like you, they're upset. Even though maybe they ended it, they're still upset. Yeah, the less you know, it's always the better. And and if you are going to look, just understand it's not about you. That's just them taking their chance to get over you. Yeah. And doing whatever they have to do to get, to move on. This girl that's listening to the podcast. Yeah, she, you know? exactly. <laughs> and she's, just, she's just trying to commiserate. Right. She's not trying to talk shit. That's so funny. And even if she was, the less you know, the less involved you are, the better. Just focus on like other shit that has nothing to do with And your just ex. know that any ex that writes you that they, they're mad about something you posted, you did the right thing that make them an ex. Yeah. And they're like <laughs> fiercely stalking you. You should be a yeah. little flattered. <laughs> so right. that's our discussion. I hope, I, I think you guys, you and Whitney will solve this. We will. <laughs> um, I have confidence in us. Enjoy the rest of the episode. Uh, I, and please go rate, review, and subscribe. And if you're new here, and you enjoyed what you just listened to, and you only came because you're like, oh, I love Whitney Cummings, uh, get subscribed to this podcast. If you enjoyed, let your friends know. Yeah, we're going to have a lot more guests, too. Get excited. It's going to be great. 
You guys know I'm a huge fan of Skims, and with warmer weather coming up, I recently tried out one of their t-shirts. Skims makes the best basics and foundations, so it's no surprise that it's the best-fitting tee I've ever worn. Finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge, whether it's the fit or the quality, but with Skims, they make the most flattering shirts for everyone. Honestly, I love pretty much everything Skims makes, but I really love their t-shirts. They're like form-fitting, and they make my body just look that much smoother. I have the soft, smoothing, seamless t-shirt in Onyx. It has amazing versatility. It is literally a must-have for a spring wardrobe. They're stretchy, they're flattering. You can dress it up or dress it down and you don't have to worry about compromising style or comfort. I also have the cotton jersey t-shirt in marble and it's really just changed the game for me. It's taking the regular t-shirt, it's leveling it up. There's no stretched collars or hems and it literally fits like a dream. Skims t-shirts are made with innovative technology while always keeping style and comfort in mind. From crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, Skims has something for every fit and everybody. Shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com, now available in sizes extra, extra small to 4X. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know I sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select you up in the drop down menu that follows. Summer is just around the corner, so it's time to say goodbye to those jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince. Now I have a lineup of timeless pieces I want that will keep me looking fresh year after year. I'm wearing a Quince sweater literally right now. They make the best cashmere sweaters and they're so well-priced. It's like, honestly, my dream store. I also have an amazing down comforter from them. They cut out the middleman and they really just give you these really, really high quality items that last a long time and that they're at an amazing price point. Quince has amazing items like premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. So you can feel good about what you're wearing on every level. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash UUP for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash UUP to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash UUP. Hey guys, we're really excited because Whitney Cummings is here, who's not only like an amazing comedian, but she's also the director, co-writer, and one of the stars of The Female Brain, which is coming out um, nationwide in video on demand on Friday and in select theaters as well. Yeah. That's confusing. I know that sounds... Yeah. It's, everything's everywhere now. You can't just be one place. So yes, it comes out in theater. Whatever. Go to my You'll Instagram. find it. You'll find You'll it. You'll find it. Go to her Instagram. What's your Instagram handle <laughs> yeah, for all Whitney those Cummings. who are not already following? Yeah. If you can't find it, you have an issue. Yeah. <laughs> There's bigger problems. Yeah. You need to figure out how to use the internet. Anyway. Um, so the movie is about basically how the difference between the male brain and the female brain works. The right? differences and the similarities. You know, it's like basically a couple of years ago, I read that book, The Female Brain. I was super worried that it was going to be like sexist and right. like all about how we're so different, which is weird because we're in this movement where we're trying to sort of like um, uh, fight for equality. So I was worried like, oh God, do we have all these like biological... Um, uh, so is there all this science showing that we're like inferior and whatever? And what I realized when I read the book was just that the way that society shames us and socially constructs traditional female qualities as being weaknesses is the problem. It's right. not that we have weaknesses. Like, you know, I, I all through my 20s, I heard like, you're crazy, you're psycho, right? You always hear this about women. They're too sensitive, they're too emotional, too right? emotional, mm-hmm. too dramatic. And I was like, I guess I, I 
think I started believing it. And then I read this book and the way that they frame traditionally female qualities is actually as superpowers as strengths and right. it's really society that has constructed constructed them to be negative stereotypes and like we evolved to be this way um, for a very specific reason and it's why our society proliferated and why our species continued on you know it's like right. um, so that was really refreshing and liberating and I um, asked Neil Brennan um, who co-created the Chappelle show you guys probably know Neil um, to write it with me so that it felt balanced and it was just as much about men and um yeah, and I, it's it's. I think that there's a super empowering um, element of like being able to understand your primordial instincts in your reptilian brain and to like celebrate what makes us specifically female instead of like feeling bad about it and being sh- right. ashamed of it. I feel like it's such a it's such a hot like when you ever whenever people say that there's like inherent differences between men and women, there yeah. is like that fear that it's going to be like oh like we're not responsible for our behaviors. Like women just women just get more attached after sex. Like they they you can't like women can't have unattached sex or something like that yeah, which is statistically right. wrong some mm. women can maybe right. some can't like you can't generalize about three billion an entire gender you know so I think that you know this book is also about nature and nurture matter mm-hmm. um, it depends on what happened when you were a kid it matters what you know modeling and blueprint you got from your parents like we're all a very sort of complicated kaleidoscope and balance of biology nature and nurture and we also can make active choice so I call bullshit when people are like you know especially what's going on in our zeitgeist right now like when people are like well guys that's just how guys are it's like no you don't get a pass for acting like a dickhead just because of this primordial neurology you can also override it and make a conscious choice you know so Mm -hmm. I found that very interesting and I just think in terms of women in general like um, you know I wanted what the book did for me was and I think what it does for guys is like says like everything that drives you nuts about your girlfriend right now probably would have saved your life 2,000 years ago like we're designed to live in tribes we're not designed to live in buildings with security systems and grocery stores and um, stuff like that so we are designed to like be fighting tigers on a daily basis like while pregnant with no weapons (laughs) so that's why our brain used to be our weapon so when everyone's like I have so much anxiety I have such a pain I'm having panic attacks it's like anxiety is a real disorder but it's also like you know, survival of the fittest. We are the fittest. The most anxious right. people are the ones that survived because they're the ones that freaked out when they heard a noise at night. So that's why we're all running around super anxious. We, have, mean, a, we have a lot of tools that we don't really need anymore. Right. Our anxiety is actually helping our boyfriends. They, yeah, they love it. <laughs> exactly. Um, but yes, they can now see it as a strength instead of as a weakness. So that's like an example of something that you're saying is generally like has been situated to be like a female negative that's actually positive. Because yeah, we don't, a lot of the weapons that we have um, we don't really need anymore. What used to be like, oh, what's that noise? That could be a lion in the bush is now like, who's that girl texting you at 2 a.m.? Right. <laughs> you know, so like in modern <laughs> I times, love that. it's like turned into this sort of yuckier sort of thing. But another, you know, something that I learned that was so interesting was like, I love popping my boyfriend's zits and <laughs> pulling their eyebrow hairs. You're not. And I know a lot of girls who do that. Right? I, you right. do, Some yeah. girls don't. I'm like... I don't like to do that, but I, I know a lot of girls who are just like obsessed with it. Yeah. I will, it, you get endorphins from it. You actually get like a chemical really? reward. I do it to myself. It. You do it, yes. Yeah. Like you have to squeeze right. if you see something, right? Like that's a biological uh, impulse because, you know, 2,000 years ago we didn't have dial soap and loofahs and Purell and stuff. You know, we had right. to groom each other in order um, to fight infection. So um, there's just this primordial hardwiring that makes us compelled to do that. I mean, I sometimes even see like ex boyfriends and I'm like, I gotta get that. I gotta get that. You brow and I'll start plucking like an ex-boyfriend's head like at lunch it's crazy it's like an overwhelming compulsion and I and you know but it's just relieving for me to know the biological basis of it I guess 
Yeah, I think that's helpful to know like why we do. I think knowing why we do anything helps us like also like navigate like what we're gonna do next. Like it's almost like when you learn like well my therapist says this when you um when you feel something and then you have to identify like why why am I feeling like this? Yeah, and then now you can go back two thousand years to describe it. (laughs) But there's other times where it's sometimes it's nature and then other times it's nurture. So there's other times where you'll say like oh because my mom forgot me at that the mall that time when I was a kid and it traumatized me now I'm afraid of abandonment like that you know so. So it's figuring out, I think, um, you know, what's nature, what's nurture. Um, you know, there was this a piece of uh, science. Is that a thing? I'm clearly not a scientist. I'm a comedian. I have no business talking about neurology in a erudite way. But um, I read that women get dopamine from making consensus. Mm-hmm. You know, like women are sort of wired for harmony for the most part. And then I was like, oh, no, that's such a setback, you know. And where that <laughs> comes from is that when women were pregnant, the more women you had got along with and the more everyone got along the more protection you had because being pregnant 2,000 years ago was not a good scene it was right. like you were giving birth in a hole if you, like sur- you could die if yeah. you survived childbirth you needed like nine women to help you so that's why right. we're wired for consensus and to smile at people even if we don't like them or whatever and I thought that that was like hooky science like I was like I don't like this but then um, it went on to say if a woman has enough adrenaline she can override that um, need to be cooperative so you know I think that's an amazing thing is that we you know when you're running a company you're running a business you're running a a meeting you want everybody to get along but if someone's acting out you can still say I need you to shut up or that is not a good idea or right so it's actually a strength you can fire someone yes hear that yes it's a strength (laughs) it's not like you're a puppet of your primordial reactions and have no say in the matter right you know but I think that being wired for consensus is actually like a superpower that's awesome I agree. So do you think if you if we watch the movie, do we need to still read the book? <laughs> you know what? The, the book sounds really interesting, and the movie, I assume, is like bringing that to life. That's such a great question. I don't want to throw the author under the bus and say no. I want her to make uh, more money, so I, I feel <laughs> terrible. But I think you should do both, is my political answer. But the movie, what I really, it is a science comedy. I mean, it's kind of like, you right. know, it's, it's funny. It's got, you know, I Ces- love that. Cecily Strong from Saturday Night Live and, and um, Blake Griffin, who's hilarious, and James Marsden from Westworld. He's, he's hysterical. Beanie Feldstein from Lady Bird. It's got all these amazing actors. And then there's kind of like TED Talks during the right. comedy, you know. So I think everyone will hopefully learn a little more and um, have a little more empathy for women and a more understanding. Because um, basically neuroscientists didn't start studying women's brains until very recently. They were just like, oh, we're good. There's nothing in there. <laughs> and then female neurologists came along and they were like, let's start studying women's brains also. And so this is actually pretty recent uh, information that yeah. we have. I feel like all the female research is very late. Like the female orgasm, no one knows. No one knows anything about that. Nothing. I feel like there's like zero data on it's that. Zero data because it's like most scientists are men. And the same right. thing with like birth control. I'm just like, who, no woman would have let this be a thing. You exactly. Know? Like, like it. It's in like a pink case. I'm like, no woman. Only a guy would be like, they look pink. Let's make it <laughs> pink and make it look like a little advent calendar. It's like who is me? Ma- so I'm it's excited. like the lady Doritos that to- are the late the lady silent. <laughs> Yes. It's so embarrassing. So I think that now that there's more female scientists, more female doctors, more female Doritos people, mm-hmm. um, hopefully there will be a more products that, and more research around uh, how, you know, like Ambien metabolizes differently in men and women. I didn't know that. I would like take my boyfriend's Ambien. 
And then I'd wake up like six days later. The Ambien like, never happened? worked for me. Really? I'm more of a Xanax girl. Really? Just knock myself out. Well, look, I respect <laughs> that. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think I've juxtaposed the two that Maybe much. it's because I'm a woman. Uh, but <laughs> it's, we do, and I mean, every, even you and I will metabolize things differently. Everybody metabolizes everything differently. But that was just um, interesting information. And when they make medicine now, they don't differentiate like how much you need versus how much you need and how much right. testosterone, you know, I just, it's, um, we're kind of guinea pigs. Yeah. Well, I'm excited. I've, and you guys should check out the movie again this Friday, limited release, but also it's on iTunes, iTunes and all the other shit. And every VOD, Comcast, I, Google. Yeah. If you like this podcast, MySpace. sounds like you're going to like this this movie. So check it out. I hope that I always feel so boring talking about this. I swear, we. I think we did manage to make it funny and interesting. In I movie. think we did. And I think the uh, listeners are really interested in like okay. any kind of differences between men and women as we discuss all the time on this podcast, how like, you know, the same action is like t- construed totally different by like a guy yeah. and a girl. And yeah. we just think about things entirely differently. Yeah. So check this out. It'll also help you. Um, but on to our discussion that we were talking about before with Jared, um, we're talking about stalking your ex and how it fucks you. Yeah. <laughs> so have you ever done this? Do you, have you? Are you a big stalker? I've I have done it. I am no longer a stalker. Okay. I think it's a negative contribution to your future. Um, so I, if, if you were with me five years ago, I'd be like, here's what you do. You get a fake account and you da, 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 and then you got to hide. And that. But now I just think it's, um, you know, just now that I've learned how the brain works and how we re-embed trauma and we can build new neural pathways every day with what we put in our brains, mm-hmm. that I, I don't want to give more power to that or build more neural pathways around any access. Yeah, it almost becomes like an addiction. addiction. It's yeah. an absolute addiction. I don't know if you're going to be right on Facebook, but I and feel like you like... You like you you look at it and then you just have to keep looking at it like sometimes refresh, 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 right refresh, exactly refresh. it gets upset it's like yeah. it's like the Skinner's box or like it's like Pavlov's dog it's like you keep getting this reward of dopamine whenever you look at something or right. adrenaline and that's the other fascinating thing it's like we do literally get addicted to drama because drama makes adrenaline and adrenaline turns into dopamine mm-hmm. which is what you get when you do cocaine or drink alcohol or take a Xanax it's or whatever crazy. so it's like when you're going on looking at your ex's page you get a hit of adrenaline you get that pit in your stomach and then that turns into and then you need more and more and more and I just, it's it's really like a way of just hurting yourself, right. you know, I think for me, um, I don't even go to my Discover page anymore because it's like a landmine. Like I've had exes come <laughs> up and I'm just like, I can't do this. And um, so I don't do it anymore, even though there's times that my hand like will try and I have to, I have to fight it. So in order to not do it, do you just remind yourself that like, it's only, I always say like the best thing you could see is nothing. You know, so. that's interesting, uh, you know, because my imagination is a nightmare, but you know, how'd you get I to do? where you are, you know, yeah. how I got out of it. And maybe this is a ghost story from old Auntie Whitney here that is going to help <laughs> you guys stop doing this. I was stalking an ex's new girlfriend okay. with two friends of mine. And we were looking at her page and she does lots of bikinis on photo shoots on the beach. I'm like, who's taking these photos? Who's taking all these photos, right. by the way? There's like, cher- she's eating cherries. It's ridiculous. Amazing. There's the tattoo, the Coachella tattoos that are sparkly with a feather. I'm like, what? Who? So there's a lot to decon, there's a lot right. to unpack. Lots to work with. Lot to work with. Right. Lot- we've got like a pointer out. <laughs> we're going back. She's ever on the PowerPoint well, she's projector getting, screen. Well, she's getting right. sponsored. We're like, like who would, would she doesn't have a job, but right. she's adding businesses. It's just it's ridiculous. So we're spending a solid forty five minutes on this, and then like two hours later, she's like, "Remember that photo? We're back in the wormhole." <laughs> forty five minutes later, going through, 
And then somebody says to me, I'm telling her ex-boyfriend, the person we're stalking, like, oh, we were just on her page for like two hours. And he's like, oh, well, you know, she has that app that tells you who is on your page and for how long they're on your There's page. There's an app for that? Shut so the fuck I, up. <laughs> I literally almost puked. And then I went back to her page again. Uh, don't ask. We had to revisit some bikini photo. Oh, my and, God. Uh, it said users private. And I was like, she, did she block you? I think that's what blocking is. So I'm like, she's got an app. He said, she's like, I don't know if this is a real app, but oh she knew I'm all of a sudden blocked. Like, there's this whole thing. And I just wanted to reach out to her to go, like, just so you know, three of us, it was on my phone, but three yeah. of us were looking. It, it was wasn't not, me. I, was, get, I gave it to my niece. I lost my phone yesterday. I've done that before. <laughs> like, I was, <laughs> but because I think that there is this elusive app out there that tells you who's on your page and for how long. So. Excuse me. Every, I'm, I'm choked up. I'm like nervous. Wow. My throat is closing up. I'm that so is a scared. horror story. So yeah. <laughs> if that exists, even if there's a 2% chance that that exists, that's a reason to not go on your ex's page. That is nuts. That is all the reason that I that I need. I've never heard of that before. And now I'm like scared <laughs> shit of all the people that Literally, I've been I, it, it, Sometimes I want to go stalk somebody and I'm like, nope, not worth it. They might have that app. And I just, it's it's not worth the emotional horror. That's amazing yeah. and like terrible at the same time. My sister once called me crying. She's like, I just found out that like people can tell when you look at their LinkedIn page. <laughs> and like, I've been like stalking my ex boyfriend's new girlfriend. Like, I've been like, I look at it like every day. Oh my God. <laughs> Has she heard from him? No. Or her? I'm is, like, I, I don't even know what the living, damage, con that's damage my, control she has is. To, to just, what is she going to move? What does she have to like, do? Yeah, she just has to like stay in her apartment. To Germany. Exactly. She can't leave the house. Yeah. The, that feeling. Deacti deactivate your account. I don't even know if that it's works. Like if you delete your LinkedIn. You have to erase your identity in time. You have to get. You have to fake your death and just start over as a new person. Yeah. It's a very, it's a slippery slope. Like you, you know, you think you're like, you think you're being all like cool and secretive and then you accidentally press the button. what are you getting out of it? You're if you go stalk an ex, are right, you trying to go like, oh, you're worse off or, oh, she's not, you know, there's right. no Because you're never seeing anything good ever. Nothing good's going to come out of it. I've never gone to an ex's page and been like, I feel better. Right. It's always just like, oh, like you want them to like look unhappy, but no one looks unhappy on Instagram. Everyone pretends they're so happy. Right. If you feel better, I feel like it's like five years later when you look at, when you wander on onto it and the guy is like balding <laughs> or like he just looks like shittier or his, or his new girlfriend is like disgusting looking or something like that they're like they're all these things i feel like that will, will make you but they're never like immediate and it's never like it's never yeah. you never feel better unless you're already over it i think that's a really good point i think it's just we have to have so much restraint now we have to have so much self-control mm -hmm. um because i mean just again after learning how the brain works this stuff imprints in your brain and it just makes it worse for you right like, I, I wish we lived in like the 1700s when you broke up with someone and you just never saw them again. exactly and they died in a war. And you just got to be like, huh, I won that round. Exactly. But like today, it's like, you know, everything they're doing, you know, and then it says their location of what restaurant they're at and it's near you. And you're like, and do I'm, I swing by? I mean, it's awful. And then you're going to like that location geotag and looking to see <sighs> if they're in the background of any of the other pictures. It's just like, oh, it's a crazy. Oh, that is, I'm sweating. Yeah. I don't like that. You really can get very deep. I feel like everyone knows like one girl who like can get, like she really can get all the information. If you like tell her a guy's um, name, she yes. can get everything like she should work at the cia exactly but but her skills are like are like we used in the worst way possible she's they're not like, like <laughs> helping america it's just like helping you like develop an even further nervous breakdown or like get into a fight with someone she's like uh liam neeson from taken she's like i have a very specific set of stills <laughs> skills <laughs>
<laughs> right. I'm very blurry today. And those skills are finding out useless information. Like, I about can a get guy on private. Two weeks ago. I can get on private profiles. I have like friends like that. It's great. Or like um on you ever you're are you on Venmo? I am on Venmo. Right. I'm not a fan. Um. I use it sometimes, but I use it primarily to look at like what my exes are paying people for. Well, can I tell you, it's it's a Rorschach test, right? It's like it, it, you see like, oh, um, Lindsay's paying Mark for like the lady in the red dress dancing. Right. Like, where the I'm fuck like, are you taking her? Did you, she strands for you? Did she do the flamenco and you paid her $10? Yeah, and like, then you create a whole story. Yeah, or there's just like a, an emoji of a guy running. It's like, I don't understand. Like, and then I start to project my own shit onto it. So I don't like Venmo for that reason. I agree. It's like, but it's, it, guys don't even realize that it's like the number one stalking method. Because why it's like, would you want, it's such a ridiculous thing now that it, why would you want anyone to know what you're paying someone this is a ter- and I mean it's a huge business. I'm wrong. I'm obviously not. Yeah, I don't know. It's, I guess they, they've soon. made it into a social thing. It's I remember crazy. I did a show at UCB with BJ Novak, and it was like a go through your phone show where you would take someone's phone and project it on the screen, and we could just go through it. That's great. The most embarrassing thing was their Venmo purchases. It wasn't their photos. It wasn't their gross Snapchat. You know, tit pics. What were they? What were but they buying? It was just a like morning after pill. It was just like we were like, "What's that for?" And it's like, "Why would you broadcast this to your friends?" They wrote morning after pill. I'm more, like she wrote like some like ocean baby with an right. X or something. <laughs> <laughs> like baby emoji and then X emoji. Have you ever posted something specifically so an ex would see it? Like hoping that they're stalking you? I feel like I did that in my last breakup, which was like four or five years ago. I mm-hmm. feel like I would post like my trying to post like looking really happy. Right. You know, which was just sort of It's so ironic because it's like I'm I'm trying to look happy for you who made me unhappy. It's, it's like a, But it's also like you know, I made me yeah. unhappy. I chose to stay in that relationship, you right. know, and then we got out of it and it's like a maladaptive behavior. If I should be sad. Right. We should be sad after breakup. And not like, feel like we have to like pretend that we're fine. He, so what he saw was a girl pretending to be happy, which is even sadder. Than right. Just being that's sad. That's yeah. Like the that's the what, ironic thing is like, yeah, that's really what the more ironic thing is. Like you want to show that you're happy and like are therefore like putting effort into pretending that you are and it's right. so obvious and i've done that obviously and yeah. it's and it doesn't hurt him it just makes it he wins because he knows no, he knows me <laughs> if he's hurt he you, knows you well enough to know that you're not really happy. you and it, that means that you guys are really in love and if you were that in love he knows what a fake smile versus a real smile looks like he knows that when i'm actually happy i look super serious and <laughs> do like a duck face and when i'm miserable i like cheese out and stunt you know right so um, and he also really isn't in on Instagram. That's the other thing. Now that there's an algorithm, you don't even know if they're seeing your post. Right. You know, so try to be wasted effort. I'm in a recovery program where we don't try to control other people's behavior. So I really can't do stuff like that. I'm not allowed. Uh, we try to control. She, to just join, goes, she just goes, uh, I need to join that. <laughs> but it's just like trying to control right. other people's yeah. behavior with our social media posts is actual insanity. I mean, it's insanity. Have you ever looked at someone's social media? I mean, I look at social media and I get jealous of things I'm not invited to. Right. But I've never looked at it and been like, oh, I should get back with that ex. Um, I don't think I should get back with, but I'm like, oh, that sucks that they like seem like they're like doing well. 
Yeah. <laughs> I but I feel bad like if I see like I you know, I know a lot of girls who like break up with a guy and then like three months later mm-hmm. he's posting on Instagram with a Another, girl. Oh yeah. And then I feel bad for the girl because she's obviously just being used to get back at the guy. Like it all right. just feels so She doesn't even know what came before her. She doesn't even know <laughs> that I can DM her right now. Um yeah, that all just feels so sticky and, and tricky. Yeah. You know, I'm still trying to figure out how to tag people. I'm not great at Instagram. <laughs> Um, I'm not. I'm not great at it either. I have like terrible pictures. I actually here's an interesting thing that just worked for me since I feel like I'm a little older than you guys. I met a guy, and we've been with for a year, almost a year and a couple months, and we did not follow each other on Instagram until we had been together like for that. one year. That was like a, a rule. Yep, it was a rule. Okay, we kind of just took it month by month, um, and then we were together a year, and we were like, I think it's time. But how would you know that he actually liked you if he wasn't putting a picture up? <laughs> what indicators good. were you going to get how would if I not possibly a know if he didn't broadcast our relationship yeah. and uh, how did you deal with not having those likes I, how, did, yeah. <laughs> how did I deal with his exes not seeing that I exist I, it was just it was there were no clean motives in it and it started getting into that sort of like why aren't you posting why aren't right. I posting why, who do you follow if I look at the people that someone I'm dating follows, I fall out of love with them instantly. So okay. I was just like, stay away from his Instagram, not healthy. If I see a selfie, I'm not going to like him anymore. So I just, we didn't even look at each other's Instagram. That's he a- looked at mine, but for like a year. But you didn't look at, was he private? I didn't look at his. Okay. He's not private. No. Oh. That's yeah. very impressive. I just, didn't, I just didn't want to see some girl who's right. liking him and it could be, a, you know, a lesbian at his work for all I know, but I don't want to be like, who's this girl? Like, I just don't want to be that person. That's so impressive. I feel like it's a modern love story for the digital age. I think that is a really strong tool. He's also never seen me do stand up. Also interesting. Yeah. I could see that. I feel like it's like that's the kind of thing where you kind of want to like, you don't want to have to censor yourself. Correct. Or like worry about what he's thinking about it. You don't want someone watching. Do you want your boyfriend standing in while we're doing this podcast right now? No. Although he listens sometimes and I don't like it. Oh, that's a nightmare. I don't want to like have to. Well, that means that he loves you unconditionally and that's good. Oh, I'll tell him that. Oh. (laughs) Hey, you love me unconditionally. He'll be like, oh, I didn't mean to be. I don't know what what I'm just trying to make sure you're not humiliating me. Um, Yeah, I think that it's, it's, uh, uh, I have this like digital guy who helps me. He calls it digital hygiene Mm -hmm. and uh, that you have to sort of set boundaries on how much you're willing to use the phone and whose stuff you're going to look at. I don't look at anyone that I work with. I don't look at their social. I love that. I don't want to know because then I see anyone. you posting something at four thirty, and I'm like, why aren't you working? Like, Hear why that? Did you post that? Danny. I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. I see them. I see your. I see all the proof of all the things you did during the day. Right. When you're, I am paying you to work. Yeah, I agree. My sister also works for for me, so I'm like, oh, like it looks like I don't. You're not here, but it what looks like doing? you're. You're posting some shit on about watching TV. It's like where are you? It looks like you have more time this week to work on that project I gave you. Yeah. Oh, and you're late on this because right. why? Like yeah. it's just it, it it's too many trail. There's a digital trail. You don't want to do that. I so agree. I pick the times that I Instagram. I do it in the morning and then I do it at night and then I try to stay off it for the most part. I love that. So here, listen to this advice, guys. If you're listening. Control. Don't let your social media control you. You have to control it, and you have to. You and have to give it the boundaries. And also, you're It happened to me recently. I was like, um, I had to skip something because I had. It just doesn't matter. And then I was like, I can't make it tonight. And then someone looked at my story and was like, You're somewhere. Right. I thought you were gonna like. You just canceled on me. To, and then I was like, No, I posted that last night. Or, blah, like I had to like. I, I looked like I was lying. I kind of was lying. But like, you just have a trail of yourself everywhere. And it's right. Just, you're gonna end up getting fired or broken up with. Or it's gonna catch up with you. Correct. You know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear? 
Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little baggier, but it's still so comfortable and yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are just as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They're milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, so we have, we're going to end with some games. And this is a game we call Red Flag or Deal Breaker. Okay. So basically, like, you're dating a guy, Mm -hmm. you find out he does this. Is this a deal breaker or just a red flag? Okay. Just remember that I'm 30 and my bar is a little lower. (laughs) Okay. Um, Okay. He showers every other day. Depends on if he works out. So if he does work out. Because we shower way too much. You think, you think every day is too often. You don't need to shower every day. I mean, it depends. You don't. Would you rather a guy shower every other day or twice a day? If he works out, he has to shower every day. If every, he works okay. out every day. Okay. He's got to shower after he works out. But he doesn't need to just take a shower every day. Okay. In my book. What it, Dry shampoo that shit. Dry shampoo. Okay. Pure. What if he's What if he's like a compulsive shower? Would you prefer the every other day to the compulsive? We are in a water crisis. <laughs> Our, you guys we, in California are. We're we doing, literally don't have water. It, my boyfriend does this all the time. He showers before he goes to the gym. And I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm warming up my muscles. I'm like, what so the fuck? That's amazing. We're literally in a water. Water's $5 for a bottle. And there will be a day when there is none left. Here, here in New York, we just, you know, we just, we don't even think about it. We're just washing our hands all the time. Constantly. You know, baby showering. wipe that shit. Purell. You, wasteful. Okay. Wasteful. Um, I shower once a month. <laughs> <laughs> How are we? Are we close to that date right now? Because uh, you smell yeah. normal. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Pretty I good. did some spray. Yeah, I haven't noticed anything. Some fresh spray. Um, okay. He uses a fork um, when eating sushi. He eats sushi with a fork. I mean... Is that racist? Is, <laughs> is it? It's a not embracing the culture. It's definitely rejecting the culture. If it's like takeout and like Postmates or Seamless or something brought it over, I swear I'm not a spokesperson for them. And it was just like, eh, that's that's okay. Yeah. And the you're at, what if you're at a you're at a nice sushi place and he's just like, can I get a fork? And he's eating like sashimi with a fork. <laughs> Just like putting it right in there. I'm a pretty forgiving person. I, I'm fine with it. I'm so laid back. We're too hard on guys. <laughs> we're too hard on them for all the, the... Like, if he's not a sexual predator, a nice guy, makes his own money, is nice to his mother, doesn't cheat, and eats sushi with his fork, add to cart. I'm fine with it. Okay. 
And showers at least once every month, I would say. Unless you spilled sushi all over yourself because you ate it with a fork like an asshole. (laughs) But yes. Yeah, I think we just got to be nicer. We got to be a little more patient. I agree with that. And then guys will do the same for us. Yes, yeah. I agree. Yeah. I don't I don't want to be put under that microscope. If I want to eat sushi with a fork, because I have carpal tunnel syndrome from texting, I might want, so be I want the permission to do that. Yeah, you guys will just go for like Italian more. It's fine. Y- yes. <laughs> you know. We'll go for Italian yeah. more. Um, okay, he exclusively wears like snarky graphic tees. Snarky like like... I'm with stupid, like that kind of thing. <laughs> and it's not ironic. It's not like norm core hipster ironic. It's like no, real. it's like sassy. <laughs> that would be hard for me. Even oh. even though we just had the discussion where you're like, we just got to let everyone be who they are. It would be hard for me because I think because I'm a comedian, so it's like it'd be I, hard to not make fun of him constantly. Yes, okay. I, I, I mean I make fun of the everything my boyfriend wears anyway constantly. There's no snarky graphics, but like. uh I, I should at least be able to say, like, you know that you look like a guy from Lollapalooza in 96, right? right? <laughs> like, I should have, I should at least, and if he can't take a joke about it, he doesn't have a good sense of humor about himself. That that's, is, that's the real, the real deal, deal breaker. breaker. That's the real deal breaker. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. I love the way we're, we're analyzing these because it's really about the bigger, it's about the bigger, bigger picture. picture. You can't, I mean, you guys are younger than me. Like, the, in my 20s, I've spent way too much time on little things that don't matter at all. And blew them up. You know, I think it's important to have a right-sized reaction. Like a t-shirt a guy wears, shoes you don't like, you can handle those. The guy that I'm with, who I'm madly in love with, he had a pair of shorts in the beginning that were just, they were tricky, <laughs> tricky shorts. They were a bummer. And I was like, what was, what was wrong with them? You and me, they were like camo with the biggest oh. pockets on the side you've ever seen. And it was like, look, you and me are going to have our day. It's not going to be now. I'm going to, I'm going to, these shorts will go. Like, you just have to be patient. Like, you can't just come at them and be like, these shorts have to go. Right. He slowly made it his right. idea. Right. And the shorts are no longer with us. I like that. You got to, like, change them slowly to where they don't even know that they're changed. They, they, you make right. it their yes. idea. Yeah. Is what you do. You know, because you can't attack people. No one wants to get attacked. No one wakes up and says, I'm going to wear a shitty outfit right. today. Yeah. If someone's wearing what they're wearing, it means they like it, you know? Right. So I think it's just about being. You have to make a series of small, disparaging comments until they eventually. Brainwashing. You just have to shame them. Micro shaming. Micro shaming. I love that. Micro shaming. That's um, an amazing term. Yeah. So just like little micro shames until literally one day he's like, I shouldn't, I should throw these away. I'm like, if you want to, it's up to you. You have to, you have to just sort of, you know, you can't attack people. They don't like it. Noted. Men have feelings. They pretend that they don't, you know. But they're but they, actually sensitive. They are very sensitive. Right. I, we talk about this in the in the Female Brain movie. And um, you guys have so much toxic masculinity and pressure on you. But no one wants to be. What if I just, like, your shirt? Your shirt's ugly. I mean, I'm, yeah. It's not. It's okay. You know what I mean? It's just unnecessarily hurtful. Like, just someone coming at you like that. And just because it's a guy, I feel like we shame men all the time and it's just like We assume they don't care. Yeah, just like, that shirt's ugly. We just assume that you're tough and you can handle it. Your shirt's great, Danny. And you can't come back at me because of the women's movement. I can sue you if you say anything to me that hits me, you know, like, it's weird this weird Yeah, it works both ways, I think. We all need to be a little more sensitive to way Yeah, let's all just be, let's not be assholes each other it's all be nice to each other I, I just did make a big mistake in a relationship where I you know I'm a comedian and I do roasts and I joke and I used to always just like roast him and he said to me one day this actually changed my life I don't know if this is the kind of podcast that this is tonally yeah but this changed my life one day he looked at me and he goes you know what you're a bully I've gotten that before and I was like whoa 
You're right. I just assumed because you were a guy that you could take it. Right. Yeah, I think we don't even realize because we just assume that men. I'm like, funny. Yeah, I'm, I'm funny, funny, and I'm like snarky, and, and you're tough, like that, right? and yeah. like this is my brand, a, and this is our this is our little like back and forth. Like this you is like what we it, do. right? Yeah. yeah. No, he's like I don't. Like yeah. you're mean. Who said that? Was it a boyfriend or a friend? It was a guy that I was dating. He's like you're like kind of an asshole. Wow. <laughs> Because it's like, and I, that gets, and then you change, you understand you that, go and like, you speak to people I in a nicer you way. I thought this was funny, yeah. and then they're like, you insulting? Why would that be fun? Right, you know? it's not fun, it's fun to make fun of other people together, it's not fun to make fun of each other. Nailed it, right. nailed it. Don't roast your boyfriend. Right, roast like the like, people at the airport, waiter, or the, the, the guy yeah. in the Crocs at Cinnabon. Like, exactly. Make fun of that guy. Yeah. You know, in the in the in your own home and in your relationship, the person should feel Support safe. Support each other. Yeah, right? yeah, they shouldn't feel like they're getting like torn apart, you know, by Joan Rivers on the red carpet. Right. Like nobody, that's not fun for anybody. Yeah, you want someone who's like a little loving to be like next to you yeah. for the rest of your life. I truly, I was so dysmorphic. Like I thought I was like being hilarious and charming. And, right. Like, we really and each smart other. and witty. Yeah, right. yeah. no. And that's it's just our like, thing. Yeah. What are you doing? Why are you yelling? at me yeah and it's not i think when you do that you're less likely to get it be- get something back that's yeah. like loving and nice and i think if, before you've ever had that for me i like was never like in a relationship where people were like compassionate and sweet yeah and then once i had it i'm like oh my god this is so much better than just someone like making fun of me constantly in a smart and funny way yeah and it's also <laughs> like if that was two percent less funny it would actually just be verbal abuse <laughs> Like the only reason it's only not abusive because it's funny. You're exactly. You're only getting away with it because you're kind of sarcastic and like doing this with your shoulders and like you know because I do this for a living. If anybody else said it, it would just be like abusive, you know. So I'm really just working on restraint and that part of my life and like not having to perform all the time and like poke at people and make fun of people. And I'm working on that too. I think that's a a that's a good. Just when in doubt, shut up. That's great. All right. That's all the time we have. Thank you so much for, for, for coming on. This Thanks. was amazing. I love you guys. I love Batches. I'm such a big fan. We love you too. And we're excited to see your movie. And it's going to be great. And um, we'll see you guys next week. Thank you. Bye. Thank you to our sponsor, Netflix. Bridgerton is back, bringing us another scandalous and sexy season. And dearest gentle readers, you will not want to miss this chapter. In season three, longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Will these friends defy odds and expectations to find true love? And will Penelope's secret identity as famed gossip writer Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? You shall have to watch and see. Watch part one of Bridgerton now, only on Netflix. Betches.